Awakened Conscious Conversations podcast to help you grow and discover who you are, to develop a deeper, more complete side of yourself via conscious talks, self-love, meditation, and by interviewing some of the most inspiring guests on the planet. shamanichealings.earth for more information. I felt for this finale that I would like to kind of embody the essence of the themes of previous podcasts but also share a very personal slant on how I've managed to navigate feelings of feeling discontented and feelings of lacking in self-love using the how-tos from like season one the observations from season two, the energy work from season three, the embodying work from season four, the absolute work from season five, the expansive ways from season six. So without further ado, I'm going to talk to you today about how nature inspired me to discover contentment and cultivate self-love. We can never talk enough on self-love, I feel, as so many of us are lacking it and can give ourselves such a hard time for feeling that as well. We're told we should be positive and happy and joyful all the time. But what, what if that's not happening for you right now? Well, dear listener, I'm going to share with you a little bit about my story of how I use the tool of nature. So I'd like to start off with a quote by uh, the amazing storyteller. Not only did they do children's stories, but also adult stories as well. Hans Christian Andersen. And he said, just living isn't enough. One must have sunshine, freedom, and a little flower. It took me about half my life to realise that contentment was more obtainable than I'd originally thought. For some reason, I chose to go around this or go about this rather in the long, complicated way. The only regret is I could have made things so much easier for myself. But as you know, hindsight does offer that tool of, yes, I told you so. I have since understood that my life's lessons were simple tools to remind me to cherish myself. And ultimately, my problems weren't there to hurt me, but to help me rediscover, be that be with tough love sometimes. Uh, As a child, I felt a bit of an outsider. I carried a sign of frustration, as most adults around me missed the magic of life. They appeared to be too busy with their problems to notice anything. If only they could pause for a moment... How could they miss the joy of birdsong, forget the smell of fresh-cut grass, or the thrill of climbing a tree barefooted all the way to the top? Nature, to me, I decided was a free, magical playground, open for all. 
So I created my fun from playing in the woods, the forest near my home, sometimes with friends and sometimes on my own. No matter what was going on in, in my home or at school, I could always find that sense of solace, that sense of peace in nature. A walk in the, in the park became less appealing than Friday evening drinks with my friends, even if my weekends were accompanied by a mild hangover. I thought at that time it was the best thing for me to do as it was a way to escape. Life went on like that for a while and as I counted the clock from my office desk, I longed for even a pinch of my wild childhood abandonment. Because of the wear and tear of navigating the rough and smooth of my existence, I had well and truly lost myself. I felt that society only respected fame and money and even if you had talent, it just seemed to be you had to have the right connections without having um, money in your bank or popularity or a great job. Well, I started to believe the lie that I wasn't worth anything. I was neither a fashion model nor an intellectual genius. Again and again, I felt worthless because none of my hard work amounted to anything just lots and lots and lots of disappointments. So I gave up. I stopped trying and became sorry for myself. I fell victim to my own inner prison of failed expectations of life. In a sense, I had lost that spot. I so deeply, though, longed for a world with more depth than mine had to offer. Then one day, I was between paychecks and bored. The weather was on my side, so I took a short ride to a nearby forest and began to put one foot simply in front of the other. I don't know what made me do this. It was completely out of character, for I like to go shopping or spend time with my friends, etc., etc. The trees, though, were peaceful, and the smells and textures transported me back to my childhood, to how, no matter how bad things were going, if I went into nature, I would feel healed, I would feel as if my heart had suddenly sprung back to life. So these encounters with nature became more and more f frequent, and I took out a pen and paper sometimes and found that I could write and it felt so liberating just to write down my feelings. It was as if the forest was listening to me, even though no one else was going to read this journal, that's how it felt for me. So my journaling and forest visits carried on for months and months. I would walk barefooted in the grass in my local park, or smell the roses in the garden, or watch the moon and stars at night from my balcony. No matter how busy I would make time for myself, I realised less was more. I was getting too old for me personally, for my particular journey, to find enjoyment from going to pubs. My friends were a lot younger and I felt like a bit of an outsider again. Yet, I persevered with this nature connection and no matter how lost I felt, I would feel alive again once back into nature, so I trusted the process. 
That paired with doing yoga really helped to transform my inner being. I found it offered me a place of balance, a state of mind, and the opportunity to do work that I loved. As all the answers from my clear, calm mind started to flood into me. I believe our journeys are unique but also connected. We all vibrate our own flavour of joyous existence. And just to add, you will go through stages where sometimes you feel more connected and other times you feel more in a little bit of a slump and then you feel more connected. I feel that can be part of the roller coaster of life. Sometimes we feel really in the zone and sometimes we feel a bit lost. But I would say there are riches in those moments when you feel lost as well as when you're in the zone. It's kind of removing tunnel vision and having an open mind on the matter. So here are my top tips. Love yourself unconditionally. So you aren't perfect, but no one is. You're 100% lovable as you stand in this moment. You're always enough. Why not try every morning going for a little walk just before work and telling yourself, As you walk with every step, I am more than enough, I am enough, I love myself and others completely, I am more than enough, I am enough, I love myself and others completely. It could just be on your walk to the station, it could be um, just try and do it every day and see how that feels. Also, if you find yourself putting yourself down, think stop pause, is it necessary, is it kind, as I always say, when you say something, is it kind, is it truthful, and is it absolutely necessary, can you switch this judgmental self-talk into something more positive, uplifting and joyous, here's my super tip, when you're full of negative self-talk, can you think of your favourite flower or plant, And remind yourself that your inner light is as beautiful as its petals and leaves. Okay, this might be a bit too hippie-ish for some people, but try it. It's worth a shot. If you don't like flowers, there must be something in nature that you find. And can you think of it? Tip number two, connect with yourself via nature. Make time to be in nature is the greatest well-being. So as well as the talk with the positive affirmations, please make time at least a few times a week to go for a walk and if you can't do a few times just once a week you ought to yourself you can fit in time for a short walk by yourself and as you walk you can do another another meditation where you can inhale and as you exhale you just feel as if you slowly let go slowly and calmly let go of something that no longer serves you and just pick one thing for that duration of that walk and just feel as you let it go and once you feel like you've let it go you then feel as if you bring the energy of nature into your being to help heal and cultivate a deeper sense of being you can do this as many times as you want tip number three learn to feel contented via kindness Being present shows great kindness to yourself and to others. Listening to others fully present is kindness. We can find contentment in accepting ourselves as well as others and showing the world it is important to stay true to the present moment. You can spend 
the next day, week or month listening to those who are speaking to you without worrying what you're going to say in reply? Can you spend the next day, week or month even listening to those who are speaking to you but with complete and utter presence without worrying on how you're going to reply so just listen to the conversation be completely in the conversation then just pause and just allow the answers to come through from a sense of presence and see how that improves your relationships number four how to keep yourself from feeling lost so don't don't lose yourself in life lose yourself in the moment Social media has become the norm. I'm always banging on about social media, but it's like everything in moderation. Like if I ate 20 tons of chocolate in one day, that's not going to be so good for me, is it? But if I have a few um, pieces of dark chocolate, then I'll get a bit of zinc. So it's the same goes with social media. It can be a very easy escapism for us all. It's about balance. So try and restrict the amount of time you're on it. And remember, don't look at it as a way to judge how successful your life is. For in many ways, it's not real. It's just people presenting their best possible times. What if I could tell every single one of you that you're already great, already magnificent as you are? Maybe forgotten this is the truth, but that's okay too. Life is about balance and far less time sitting than we currently do. I need to go outside and live life to the full is never more greatly needed. It can be easier not to do this, but comfort can become our downfall. What are you waiting for? Go for a walk today. It's a new gift. It's a new way to be. So the season finale. So I wanted to share, like I said, something quite personal. And I normally record a meditation at the end of this, but I feel that I would like you to pick your favorite meditation from any of the other episodes and find one that you really resonate with. And can you commit to that meditation? I feel 60 days because there's been 60 episodes. And do share with me how that feels. Now... I am excited about season seven. We have got some amazing international guests on the show. I'm talking TED Talk guests. I'm talking inspirational coaches. I'm talking about amazing published self-help books on healing our life, on abundance. You name it, we've got it. And it will be coming to you very, very soon. So once again, thank you. So thank you so much, dear listeners, for taking the time to listen and support our show today. And if you want any more information on what we have to offer, check out shamanichealings.earth for more information.